Blog Talk Radio. Suddenly, I 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I'll tell so, you, no matter what he there, he, he provides it. Yeah, because he needs he needs that job, and so so I just believe in you know in agreement with you and and, my, and Evelyn that that he just goes yes. for the appointment, but he but he has the job because he needs it. Amen. Yes, I believe that in Jesus' name. Yeah, we believe it in Jesus' name. We thank God for it now. And it's nothing to do with how old he is. It's, it's it's to do with he needs that job. You know what I'm saying? That's that's he it. That there was no reason when it comes to God. Yeah, God works over all things. There's never any reason why we can't do it because of this or because of that. God, because Amen. God is the author over all, all gravity, all anything in this earth. There, there's nothing can be held back from Him. You know, He controls everything, so He makes everything happen. Amen, amen. You know, and the thing is, tonight, you know, we're we're, we're going to be praying. You know, we're going to be talking about suddenlies, and you know, as suddenlies of Daniel and suddenlies of. You know what Jesus did, and you have some things the Lord put on your heart too, there, my my, my brother. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Amen. But tonight we're going to we're going to really focus, really going to focus on the suddenly of 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 of, of the Holy Spirit coming into yeah. our lives, coming into our house, coming into the our, our, you know wherever we are. Amen. That's powerful. Amen. 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 It's exciting and powerful, and it, it's happening. It, it's a reality. It's a reality more Amen. now than ever, ever in history. Amen. And uh, also, the Lord, the Lord put on my heart. Uh, we're going to do this later, probably uh, more into the uh, close of it, about uh, 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 about some things the Lord has put on my heart. Uh, twenty-one uh, at the twenty-one days. It's uh, you know, twenty-one days. But anyway, we'll just uh, uh, we'll leave that right now, and we just want to. So, brother Edward. I'm going to just, uh, oh. I know you have some, uh, some things the Lord has put on your heart. And uh, okay. you know what? I don't want to keep you, I don't want to keep you one second, one second from okay. not, not sharing it. Okay. Amen? Go ahead, brother. Praise God. All right. Well, we're ready to go. Praise God. Okay, brother Roy, I just, uh, well, in fact, let's, uh, let's have a word of prayer before we even get started tonight, okay? And then we'll Amen. go ahead and get started. Thank you, Amen. Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Father. Father, we just thank you for this wonderful privilege to be online tonight, Lord. We just thank you that we can preach your word to the people. We can share your word, Father. And most of all, we thank you for Jesus and the reality of Jesus in our lives, Father. We're not just teaching and preaching a program or just saying things to people. We're speaking of our lifestyle. This is the way we live our lives, Father. And we thank you that we can live our lives this way, Father, that we can live in peace, joy, thanksgiving, and provision, and and no worries and no fears that you've enabled us to live this type of a life, Lord, because we have our trust completely in you. And, Father, tonight we just ask, Lord, that people will see Jesus in this program. And by this anointing, by the anointing on this program, many will be touched, we pray, Father, either if they don't know Jesus, to come to Jesus, if they need filled, if they need healed, if they need delivered. Father, we just ask for your anointing to be on this program in a mighty way tonight and to move upon the hearts, Father, as only you can do. Because, Father, we know that Brother Roy and I cannot do that. We know it's the work of the Holy Spirit. So by faith right now, we just release the Holy Spirit into this program. We ask you to give us the words to say and help us to bring forth what you want to bring forth tonight, not what we think or even have planned, but what you want. So we completely turn this service over to you, Holy Spirit. And we thank you for what you're about to do. In Jesus' precious name. And they all said, 
Amen, amen, amen. And amen. Amen. Okay, amen. when we were talking about suddenness, Brother Roy, I thought, well, what am I going to say about suddenness here? And the Lord brought up something a little bit different. You know, normally suddenness are surprises. We don't expect them. In other words, there can be things we expect, but all of a sudden, suddenly something happens, and it catches us really off guard. In other words, bang, it hits us. Now, this week I had uh, a suddenly come in, an amount of a little bit of money came our way. Not a great amount, but money came in uh, to us there that uh, it came forth that I wasn't expecting it, to tell you the truth. So it's an unexpected pleasure, okay? But uh, that is what I'm really going to uh, there's a scripture I want to read this to you right now, and this we're going to talk about a suddenly tonight that we know about, and we have control of this suddenly. Normally, we have no control of this suddenly; it's all God controlled. Mm-hmm. But some suddenlies, uh, He actually, and this is what I'll be speaking just a minute about here tonight, that He has con- or we have control of that we can make it happen. And it's Isaiah forty thirty one. But they that mm-hmm. wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk. Let me read that again. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up mm-hmm. with wings of, wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Now, that word wait means continue to serve. In other words, keep on going, not stopping, not quitting. Amen. Now, yep. that promise... That promise is that when we feel tired, weary, and I'm going to give you like an example of what I say about the suddenly. Uh, we can be weary. There's times that I, before I preach at a church or minister on a program or what have you that I'd have something to do, I would be bone tired sometimes. I didn't have any energy. I didn't really want to do it. I was just out. I'd just rather just maybe go to bed or just sit down and relax or something. But the call would come, whether it be preaching or whether somebody called me in need, whatever it might be, something that would require me to get out of my comfort zone at that hour to do something. Maybe getting up at 2 o'clock in the morning, uh, mm-hmm. somebody give me a call or something like that. So what happens, especially when it's, it's something that uh, – uh, that you have to do, like going somewhere, maybe it takes some physical action, like standing up in a pulpit and preaching, something that requires a little bit of strength. I have found when I walk in that, in other words, he says, those that wait, if I continue to do something and I'm completely bone-tired sometimes, I know God wants me to do it. Not that I'm saying that we don't have to take time to rest, but I'm saying about especially a time and mm-hmm. uh, opportunity up that we need to really take advantage of a special need, but we just feel like we can't do it and don't have the energy for it. When you go out and put forth the effort to do that, I have noticed that when you go, I can be bone tired sitting in a seat, and when I go to go up to preach and I start preaching and ministering, strength comes back to me and I have energy that I never even know what I had. Energy, strength, boldness, everything. In other words, completely different person, literally exploding. And that's because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So that's a suddenly. That happens many times suddenly when you do that, when you find you need a second wind, when you put forth that effort, when you dare to continue on and not stop and quit, yielding to your feelings, what happens is there's a supernatural thing of God will touch you, giving you the second wind, which is really mm-hmm. a suddenly even though it's a promise that he makes to you that he renews your strength and we shall walk and not faint and we'll run and not be weary. He promises that. That's a promise, but that's actually a suddenly because it's a manifested thing to you 
that we are down, so to speak, all of a sudden, zip, we're right back up. It's like it never, we never were down at all. We're so strong, and we feel like if we, we could whip the world. We have all that energy, and that's a miraculous thing, you know, because how in the world, when you are bone-tired, when you're just don't, you just feel out of it, and you have no more desire to do it than the man in the moon, yet all of a sudden, bang, that changes. Suddenly, that changes from nothing into something great. And that's the anointing and power of God that brings out forth and gives us the ability to do that. And that's the same with any suddenly that comes our way that we're not expecting, that we're not doing this or that. It just happens that sometimes maybe even anything we ever thought or prayed about was something just bang hits her. Maybe it's something we believed for for many years, bang, it happens. But these suddenlies happen because today we're a short time before Jesus returns. And Jesus wants to do as much through us as he can before he comes back for us. So the Father is the only one that knows when Jesus is coming back. So he has a plan for us, and he speeded up time, really. There's people now, young people that come to the Lord, or older people, too. It doesn't matter that they are learning quicker than we ever did, and they're growing quicker. What we maybe took years to learn, we're learning in weeks or maybe months. They're learning it because God has to get that into them that they're ready to go out and to bring souls into the kingdom and see people saved, healed, delivered, set free, and on fire for Jesus. So God is stepping up the program. He's stepping up. We're going into another gear. God is shifting gears. And in the shifting of those gears, suddenly it must take place because from one day, it's almost like from one day into the, uh, uh, the pauper to the palace. Pauper one day, palace. Now, we saw that story with Joseph in the Bible, even though it wasn't a matter Man. of a day, it took years. He was, he was in the pit. He was in the pit when his brothers put him in there. Then he was number two man in, in Egypt. So you see, uh, and that was basically, it wasn't a suddenly overnight, but yet it was still a suddenly because there's still a transition there. How you transition from the lowest point that you can be at into something great. And that's really a specialty of God, you know, or suddenly making things happen right away because that gets attention, doesn't it? That gets our attention. It gets people's attention around us to see it. When they see things happen in our life, it's just overnight. They're amazed. And I've had prophecy given to me about some things. I, not sure I won't get into it, what it was, but I've had it given to me about suddenly that it will make the people's eyes just wow. In other words, what happened one day he was just next day wow type uh, attitude, you see, and that's why he does these things, because he said, my strength made perfect in your weakness, in Second Corinthians twelve nine. so what we might appear weak in or lacking in, all of a sudden we're overabundant in that. How in the world did that happen? Well, the answer to that is Jesus Christ, you see. He was the provider. He was the miracle maker. He's the one that caused these things to happen, and that's what God wants to do, because he really wants to be real to this world there, Brother uh, Roy. He wants to be real. He wants to show himself the way that a lot of church folks showed him, which isn't a very good picture of him, but he wants to show himself as he is. He wants to live through us. He said, the things that I do so shall do even greater things in John fourteen twelve. So he wants to do the greater things through us by our character and our fruits of the Spirit and by our gifts of the Spirit. He wants to use them through us. First Corinthians twelve seven through eleven. He wants to move as he did on this earth through us. 
And, of course, that, that has a lot to do with the suddenness because uh, uh, these things are transitional, really, almost instantaneously. Even the gifts of the Spirit, or you can call them, uh, whether we were as a suddenly sometime, because the anointing will move upon us. You remember the gift of faith will start in operation, the gift of healing, of miracles, or what have you, a word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and it's a suddenly thing because a lot of the gifts are suddenlies. We could be ministered, and then suddenly something comes to us. We'll be sitting in the church, and all of a sudden God gives us something for them. So uh, suddenlies are given by God because he intervenes in our lives where we're at, and he gives us something from him to us that we can relate, you see. And that's what we're looking for. We're always looking for what God wants to tell us and teach us and show us to do or enable us to do when he tells us to do something. So uh, there are suddenly many times, many of those things that we uh, we do in following the Lord, and we're going to see a lot more of it uh, in the days coming up because this is the most exciting time that we can we can ever live. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Good word, my brother. Good word. Hallelujah. It's so true. So true. Amen. Uh, amen. Amen. It's Go exciting, ahead. isn't it? It's really yes, it exciting that we think about it with people. And, and, you know, we don't try to get people excited in the sense that hype. I don't hype a crowd or audience when I'm talking to them. I just speak the truth and what the Word of God says, you know, because some people try to get a lift by hype or do maybe acrobatics or something like that. But when you just speak the Word for what it is, manifestations come forth. We don't have to be an acrobat or an entertainer or try to ab-lib something. All we have to do is believe, speak that Word, and declare it's going to happen as we minister, no matter what we're doing or where we're doing it. And it happens, you know, God's going to do it. We we have that ability yeah, we don't to need, cry. We yeah, don't need to have uh, like, sure, it's like Paul brother? said. We don't need, we don't, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. Uh, like Paul, Paul said, he said, I know when I come, I'm going to be a blessing, he told when he went to preach somewhere. And that's what we need to say. We need to not just say it, we need to simply believe it. Uh, and expect it and declare it because he doesn't let you down when you do that. that that's an attitude. Now, some people will say, oh, boy, who, who's that fellow think he is? Who's that woman think she is or whatever? But all you are doing is simply believe and trust in your God, knowing he's going before you, and he's going to do his thing there. It's not even about you. You're just going as a vessel, and it's a mouthpiece to be used to him, but he's the one that's going to do the work. You're not going to do the work. So that's why we're not bragging about ourselves saying who they think they are because we're bragging on Jesus because Jesus is going to show what he can do, you see. So that's really what we Amen. do when we say things like that. We're not egotistical ourselves, but we're just talking about our Lord that can do everything. And he really can. Yeah. And, you know, he testified right there. And just the recent testimony, we testify of things. He shows himself so much. It, it, I tell you, this day and age almost it really literally blows my my uh, mind there, Apostle Roy. It really does because, and it's only going to get better. And it's like the scripture we talk about a lot, <laughs> you and I. I remember in uh, Habakkuk 1.5, he said, you wouldn't even believe what I'm going to do in these days if I told you. And it's really true because yeah. it keeps getting better and better, doesn't it? And I love that scripture that you love, too. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly of all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. I love oh, that. Oh, man. 
I, I do. That's one of my favorite. It really is because you know what, what's so good about that, brother Roy, and I know you feel the same way about it. I think this is why you love it so much. We know that God is able to do above all that we can ask to think. We can't even begin to think what God can do, right? But Amen. what I like about it, he's able to do above all we can think according. I like that according to the power it works in us because that's, that's putting the, the buck at our death. The buck stops at your death, exactly. so to speak. So it's up to you and I uh, what is in us about that thing. We, are we going to be like Peter and get out of that boat and start walking? Or are we going to sit in the exactly. boat and say, hey, I water you know it requires exactly. faith to do it, it really does i heard a preacher tonight about that and how it really requires faith in these last states for what god calls you to do it's a getting out of the, yes. the boat walk on water faith you go ahead brother Amen. you speak now go ahead so, I, so, you know there's a lot of people out there edward we have a lot of people listening to us right now you know, they, they understand now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Mm-hmm. But what is the part about according to according to the power that worketh in us? Like, kind of explain what that kind of that last part is, because I think a lot of times people need to know that, because for for us, yes. for unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, it, it's according uh-huh. to the... You know, according to that, you know what I'm saying? So can you just share a little yes. bit about that, please? Okay. Okay, according to what works in us, first of all, it has to begin that we need to know the word. We have to study to show ourselves approved, like uh, Timothy 2.15 says, Second Timothy 2.15. And also the Bible says uh, in Joshua uh, 1.8, he says that we're to meditate upon the word day and night that we will make our way successful. In other words, we meditate upon it day and night that we make our way successful. God doesn't make our way successful. We do because of meditating on the word of God. So when we take the scripture, especially, that's one of my favorites too, Joshua uh, 1.8. And uh, anyhow, when you do something like that uh, and believe that, uh, what happens is you absorb it inside and your faith is strong and you dare to believe the word of god and obey the word of god claim the promises and get those promises answered because you have faith for it because jesus said as your faith be it so be it on you when he healed the sick remember how he used to heal the sick and did things like that and he always said mm-hmm. as your faith be it so be it unto you or your faith has made you whole he didn't say well i'm jesus that's why you're made whole so it isn't the guy praying it's the what we're believing, because even, even the apostles, remember Peter and the other apostles that healed the lame man that was lame from birth there, uh, they, uh, they tried to give them credit for it, and they said, no, 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 no. It's because mm-hmm. of Jesus, because his name that this man's made whole. So you see, when Amen. we get back to it, I don't want to go too far out. To get back to it, we have to have a foundation built, have the power working in us that didn't by the laying on the hands. It's our steady to show ourselves of taking on the word day and night, growing rich and strong in the word. And then we get to certain places and certain plateaus. We get to a place where we're able to believe God according to power works in us. So how much faith do you have, you see? What is, what's your faith level? What is my faith level? Mm-hmm. And that only comes to hearing the word and applying the word and revelations of the word. So we must be a word person in the word, meditating on the word, believing the word, acting on it, and making the word our final authority. 
So it's a lifestyle, you know. A lifestyle gets you there. It isn't just a, well, I'm going to build myself up for this day because by faith be it, so be it unto me there because as much as I can believe he can do abundantly more than I can even ask to think according to power in me. So i got to suit myself up for tomorrow so I can have faith for this or that. No, it's something that you have. You build up to and you live in that thing. It, it's, it's about abiding, abiding, just like the Scripture says in Psalms 91.1. Uh, if we abide upon the secret place of most joy, we'll be under the shadow of the Almighty. He that believeth, you know, the, the shadow of the Almighty will be under the shadow of the Almighty that abides, dwells with me. He that dwells with me is under the shadow of the Almighty. And uh, we have to dwell there, not uh, visit, but spend our time with him, live in him, live in his word, act in his word. Our life must be consumed in Jesus Christ that a lot of people don't like to hear. They think, boy, that sounds boring. But it's the most exciting life, the most comfortable life, the most blessed, peaceful life that you can possibly live. I mean, uh, you can have the best of both worlds. First of all, living in joy and peace and everything like that, being healthy and strong and having all your needs met, be able to pray and see his hand move in your life. That that's the wealthiest person in the world. That's what true wealth is, is when you can pray and see God work on your behalf. That's the greatest greatest thing that we could ever have is be able to talk to God, pray and see him move in our lives and through our lives. There's nothing better than that because God controls it all. But you see that's kind of a long answer what I said there a little bit, but I'm trying to get the point across that it isn't something that you just uh, build up for one show type situation. It's a lifestyle. It's a it's a growing process. You have to uh, build your faith day by day by day. Uh, too many people today, uh, Roy, uh, want to do things like a microwave oven style. Just pop it in the microwave, and you got a meal in thirty seconds. You know, as fast as you can That's do it. But, but, but there's no shortcut with God. There's no shortcut. No, there's no easy way. Uh, there's no. one way, like the word says, one faith, one way, one truth, and it's always the way that He takes us through. We can't. We never skip a grade with God. We always go through what He wants us to do. And sometimes He puts us in hard trials. He literally puts us there for purposes. We go through some trials. It's difficult times. He doesn't cause sickness, disease. We know all those type of things. He doesn't do this type of work. With positions, we might be uh, somebody might be working a job and they're very uncomfortable with the person they work with. But he put them there for a reason, maybe to learn temperance, maybe to learn to get along better, be able to show love or learn adversity. You know, because if, you know I, I can make a statement or what I can say. I want to be a stronger Christian. I want to be stronger in the Lord, stronger faith, greater faith, which we all should want that. But when I ask for that, I have to realize. Opposition is going to have to come my way for me to be stronger. Just like if I want to be a stronger person, if I want to be able to lift more weights, I'm going to have to go out there with the barbells and lift heavy weights. It's not easy. It's going to really take some effort and some pain in my part. And that's the same in the spirit world, the very same thing. It isn't just lay your hands on somebody and bang, they're they're a giant, you know. But that's where people miss it, Roy. Brother Roy, that is where they miss it because they think, oh, I have to say, Lord, do this, and that's it. And if he doesn't, well, Lord, you didn't answer my prayer. You don't love me. I can't depend on you. I'm just going to go my way and do it my way. But uh, in our patience, possess our souls. We possess our souls in our patience as we pray, as we seek the face of God, trusting him. And it, it just grows. It, it, it's a growing process. Cause, you know, I'm speaking 
51 years in the Lord. I got saved way back in 1970. My wife and I at the same time, August the 3rd in our living room. And I tell you, we've still had too many trials and tribulations during these years. So I can't even remember them. I wish I'd have written all of them down, but a lot of things come back to my memory about this. And I know you do too yeah, when you think of things. Yeah, I got, Wonderful, but. I, got saved, I got saved in a Delta Queen presentation, my brother. I went to do I went to right. a presentation, but it was it was a it wasn't a, a, a it was a divine appointment. A suddenly, <laughs> there you go. It was yeah. a sudden, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen to I that. Yeah. I never did tell that. I never did tell that. I never did tell that Delta Queen. <laughs> the guy said to me, "Well." It'll snowball in hell before I buy a filter queen because he was going to the CBC, a Canadian Bible College in Regina. But he said, you want to uh-huh. stay and stuff like that. But you know what? That was the suddenly because uh, Roy, uh, Roy Wendman died that died that day. It was on a Sunday. Uh, and then uh, a new uh, creation. Uh, Amen. You know, a new, new creation. It is. It, uh, it is. Well, you know, know, I, I, had a suddenly, I had a suddenly when we got saved. Uh, I was ten and a half months in the Lord, and of course those ten and a half months I was kind of back and forth. I knew I was saved, but I couldn't get the victory. So I was supposed to be mm-hmm. baptized you know, one particular day, and uh, I smoked cigarettes. I smoked in front of the pastor. He, uh, I must have been in the restroom or something that time, or it wasn't the place uh, there. But my wife talked to the pastor, and he said, "Well, I can't baptize Ed. He smoked cigarettes." And of course the other guys mm-hmm. didn't baptize and smoke too. But uh, they didn't smoke in front of the pastor. Well, I, I did. I didn't try to hide anything. <laughs> so anyhow, yeah. I talked to the pastor. He said, well, Ed, he said, I'll tell you what. He said, if you agree to quit smoking, I'm going to baptize you. And I said, okay, pastor, I'll be fine. So I agreed, you know, and we went there that day and had a wonderful service. I testified of being saved, and I testified of the Lord and how I gave up the smoking and everything. And, you know, a new life because uh, I, I just literally – I was at a place where I was just sick and tired of, of just not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, and I knew I wasn't getting anywhere, and that and that, that troubled me. And then it troubled me smoking cigarettes because I loved to smoke. So that day I know I remember my wife and I and the three kids we had way back at that time, our children, they were smaller than, of course. Uh, I told my wife, I said, you know, I said, I've been – fighting this battle and I just seem to be losing all the way. I said, I, I'm just giving all to God and, and I don't see how in the world I can make it, but I'm trusting him for it. I, I just give it all to him and I want the power to live for him is what I told her. And that's what I told God. I said, God, I want to live for you and there's no way I can make it. So I, I, I give myself to you know, give me the power to do it. And I didn't even know what I was asking for. I knew nothing about Pentecost. I knew nothing about nothing. So uh, after the baptism, we come home and I guess it was about 8 o'clock that night. I think that's when it was on, but I used to love to look at Bonanza every Sunday night. And I went oh, in Bonanza, the room. And yeah. Was, I remember Yeah, yeah. I went into the room. It was a hot July night. I believe it was July. You know July. And uh, anyhow, there was no wind blowing. The windows were open, but everything was just, you know, uh, nothing blowing. And when I told my wife I was going to go in the bedroom and pray, she about fell over because I never did that before, especially with Bonanza. I wouldn't miss Bonanza for the world, you know. And I, that night I went in there yeah. missing <laughs> So that was a miracle right there, right? A miracle. That was a, suddenly a miracle. So I went in there, Roy. Oh, there and, and, man, I'm telling you this, I started praying. 
and cataclysmically, those lights came on, just shot all around. The wind just started blowing, the curtain blew in, and man, he talked about the visitation. And I went, oh, oh, you know, I didn't even know what I was doing. I had no clue or nothing, you know. And uh, my wife said when I come out, she said, your face was a glow. And I didn't know what happened. I went to church. They just thought I got a good dose of salvation. And everywhere else, that's what they thought. And I didn't know, Roy, to watch this. I didn't know until about a year later. I had a friend where I worked. I was at Mack Truck. And he was a member of the Full Gospel Businessman. And I told him my testimony. He said, well, Ed, he said, you were baptized in the Holy Ghost. And, and he said, did you speak in tongues? I said, well, I was jabbering. I'm going to go get you, you know. And I didn't know what it was. Never <laughs> heard of it. And anyhow, anyhow, he said, well, Ed, I'm going to give you an instruction. I'm going to lay my hands on you. I'm going to pray and give you instructions. So he gave me instructions after they prayed. I went home and I started, you know, doing it. And and one night in bed, there was just a matter of a, a couple of days. I was in my fluency, flowing along, praying in tongues all the time, you know. But I didn't know until a year later that I was baptized in the Holy Ghost. I, that's what I mean. I, well, if we have listeners on here and they don't know much Bible, you probably know more than I did at that time. Because, man, I, I'm telling you, I, I just, uh, I was just into uh, uh, everything but that. And that particular time, I was into martial arts heavily. I used to do a lot of martial arts. And uh, anyhow, I loved it. I'd, I'd be laying in bed at nighttime doing moves in my mind and executing moves and, and you know, self-defense. And, uh, and God told me, he pulled me out of martial arts because I had to put my time to him. And, you know, Roy, uh, it was all time to him, about 10 hours or more a day in the Bible. And that God gave me a knowledge of Scripture where it's at and a great knowledge of the Bible uh, because mm-hmm. of that, because that's one of my gifts, which you know, and that way I can quote Scripture, know Scripture about anything you want to talk about. And he gave me that, but I had to give martial arts up, martial arts up because that was my lifestyle. I mean, I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I really did, but there wasn't room enough for the two, and I chose God above that. And, and uh, But anyhow, uh, I had that, but it was a, it was a Sunday after I got the baptism of the Holy Ghost for it. My life that night when I received that, I, I, not, everything wasn't gold that glittered. I saw things as they were. I had a hunger for God, a boldness for God. I, my whole mm-hmm. life turned 100% different. It, my baptism of the Holy Spirit that I received was greater than the salvation experience. It really was. And I know one of my spiritual sons now had an experience uh, like that. Uh, similar, very strong experience that he was baptized in the Holy Ghost. He went out and cast the devil out of his mama and got her set free from alcohol, delivered, saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. That was less than a week after he received the experience. I mean, I, I've seen some great experiences in his life, especially, I believe, more than anybody I've ever seen, you know, just working on demonic activity less than a week into the power of God. It was just prepared. So, uh, this experience is so necessary because uh, it, it suddenly it will it's the biggest change of any suddenly you and I can talk about tonight is Amen. being baptized in the Holy Ghost after you get saved and getting saved suddenly your whole life changes. Baptized in the Holy Ghost it takes you into another depth and and suddenly uh, life is not like it used to be because that's been 50 years ago, Roy. Uh, back this time about July I think it was of '71. Uh, so what, that's 50 years ago last month, 
And uh, I haven't been the same ever since, and I haven't changed ever since, and I haven't gotten off the, the merry-go-round since that time because it just it puts you on another level. And, of course, today, as we share a lot of times, as you and I have talked and everything, and that uh, holiness, holiness and empowerment is what it's all about today, living a holy life empowered by the mighty Holy Spirit is what we're about today. When you have holiness and empowerment in you, you've got it. Because that covers every area. That's the first. That's the fruit. Fruit of the spirit is holiness, and the gift of the spirit is, is Jesus' ability. So that's Jesus, because He said in John fourteen twelve, the things I do, so shall so you do, even greater. So when I have the gifts and fruit together and get them moving, following the Holy Spirit and obeying the Holy Spirit. That is righteousness, holiness. That is everything that God expects us to be. It's all wrapped up in those two things, the fruit and gift, the spirits, everything in life. That's almost like love God with all your heart and soul and your neighbor as yourself. It, mm-hmm. It's the whole deal right there, you know, the whole whole deal for us. But I'm getting excited as I talk right here. <laughs> I can just going on, but I want you to, want you to speak too. But it, it's so uh, joyous. It, it keeps me yeah. going, and you know, boy, you have the same thing. Joy. Even in your hardest time, you have those. You have that joy, because the joy of the Lord doesn't depend on our circumstances; depend on our relationship with Jesus. And that's mm-hmm. what's so cool about it. It's beyond what life deals to us. It's it's in Christ that keeps us above the uh, clouds, soaring like the eagle, like the scripture I read there. Uh, as the wings of eagles, keeps us, we fly above. Mm-hmm. This, yes, earth, this world, what's going on now? The horrors, you know. People talk about how terrible the world is, and it is. Right now, we're we're in the worst time that ever was in the sense of the world, but we're in the best time in Jesus that we ever been. Yeah. And like Isaiah That's right. nine nineteen says, that uh, when the enemy comes in, comma like a flood, God raised up a standard against him, and we're going to see Amen. that soon. We're going to see evil doers biting the dust. I believe that, and we're going to see God's yeah. people being blessed. Ever, didn't even ever knew about, and they're going to be used like they're never doing. And that's not just ministers. I'm t- talking if the little girl works at Walmart, the little girl might work at McDonald's, the fellow that works at the gas station, because it's not going to be the big celebrity-type ministers that are known around the world on television, celebrities. But it's going to be the, the, the people that dare to serve their God. That way God will get all the glory <laughs> because great. it's going to be commonplace. It's going to be commonplace. It's going to be the people going to be the people we're talking to on this on this radio program, hey eh, bro? Amen. Amen. Right? Amen. Right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's like it's like Brother Ken says there, it's it's gonna be a nameless revival. A nameless revival. Amen. And I like that name Amen. revival. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. right, my brother. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 So we're just talking Getting all well. uh, brother Edward just <laughs> Brother Edward is just uh, uh, talking there about, you know, about uh, 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 him, uh, uh, you know, the suddenly, the suddenly of the of the Holy Spirit, and uh, you know, uh, out there, uh, you know, you're out there, and you really have a, a desire, you know, uh, to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, basically it's a gift from the Lord. I mean, we, I think we did this the last two weeks, but you know what? I mean, the thing is. This this suddenly, I mean, this suddenly will basically it'll change you. It'll it'll Amen. change you. It'll change you. It'll change you. Like it changed me. 
uh, you yeah. know, it changed uh, Brother Edward. It changed Brother, you know, Ken and, you know, and other ministers that we know. Yeah, I mean, about, you know what? So, yes, basically, this is today, uh, the great, uh, a great suddenly. And, you know, here's another thing about the, sudden, about the suddenly. You know, we need to prepare our hearts. Prepare our hearts yeah. and get ready to meet the God of suddenly. Amen? It's yeah. not so much to have suddenly. It's to meet the God of suddenly. Amen. Don't you, Amen. Don't you, want, don't you want to meet the God of suddenly? They go, they go, you know, we're all believing for suddenly. Yes, but don't you want to meet the God of suddenly? For he manifests his presence, his power, yeah. his love, and his glory right, right in your house, right in your, wherever you go and whatever you do. Amen. 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 Yes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, Brother Edward, you just would, I know you're so excited about about with the you know the baptism in the Holy Spirit. So, you know, let's just uh, let's just pray. You know, get to pray that the, the God is suddenly will just come in suddenly. Baptize okay. The okay. Well, we're going to believe for a mass baptism of the Holy Spirit of all listeners that have not don't have that experience of the baptism of the Holy Amen. Spirit with the evidence speaking in tongues. And what it is, you know, just a, just a very simple understanding. It's not complicated at all. Uh, what it is that Jesus, remember, Roy, that how Jesus told them they were to tarry until the Holy Ghost Amen. was sent before they went out. He said, don't yes. you people leave here. You tarry till you're empowered because you can't do anything till you receive the Holy Spirit's power. That's now, right. of course, That's we don't right. have to tarry anymore because uh, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit when he went back up. 2,000 years ago to the Father, he said, all right, Holy Spirit, I'm sending you down there for the Comforter, which we call him the Comforter of the Holy Spirit. So now the Holy Spirit's been here for 2,000 years, told you and I, he said, we need to be filled before we try to do anything. So if you have not received this experience right now, know that Jesus wants you to have this. I mean, he wants it more than you want or do you need. He wants you to have it. So what we're going to do, Brother Roy and I, uh, we're going to pray And we're going to, like, have a a thing there that uh, when we pray, we're going to ask you to be open and just simply ask him to baptize you in the Holy Spirit with the evidence speaking in tongues and empowering you. You ask him, and he will do it. So we're going to give you uh, uh, just a short few seconds here to say, Lord, fill me with your spirit. Baptize me with the Holy Ghost. I want to see this empowerment, Brother Roy. And Brother Ed are talking about on the program here. I want this empowerment with the evidence speaking in tongues. And when you ask him that, we're, I'm going to do, or Brother Royal will do, we'll take you to the place where you're going to be ready to receive it. And we're, going to, we're just going to release the Holy Spirit. And then by faith, just thank him with your hands raised up. Just thank him for it. And as you speak it, be in your regular language, but then your tongue will start to feel maybe heavy. It might be a ga-ga or whatever. I mean, you, you might speak a fluently. You might be a ga-ga. You might just have a word. But whatever is in your mouth, just speak it out. Just say it out because I don't know what it will be. I don't have a clue. I've seen it happen hundreds of different ways. But just allow it to come out because that's the Holy Ghost wanting to, you to make a noise, make a sound because it's his voice. But you've got to speak it out. He won't speak it out for you. You're the one that has the tongue, and you speak it out, you see. So uh, right now, we'll give you a few seconds here just to ask the Lord to baptize you in the Holy Ghost. The evidence speaking in tongues, and thank him for it. Just consider you got it. When you ask him, 
He said, you have not because you ask not. You're going to ask him now, Lord, baptize me in the Holy Ghost. I ask him right now, Lord, baptize me in the Holy Ghost. I believe this is experiences for me because Jesus said we're all to be baptized in the Holy Ghost and empowered before we do anything. So by faith, I'm going to see what Brother Roy and Brother Ed were talking about here. Okay, Brother Roy, do you want to lead or do you want me to lead? The scripture the Lord has given me, uh, 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 every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. Amen. Amen. That's right, Brother Roy. That's it. That's a perfect gift from the Father of Lights. He wants that is mm-hmm. the perfect gift because that's your language, and that's a language that, uh, that when you receive that language, what it's for is to edify yourself, it's to worship God, or to pray. Sometimes somebody could have a need somewhere you don't know anything about it, and He prays through you. You don't know what it is, but He's praying through you for somebody that could be in China could be in Africa, but you're praying for him, or maybe somebody here that's in danger, somebody that needs something. He can use you, you see. And also the devil cannot understand what you're saying. He can understand Amen. what I'm saying now in language, but he can't understand the prayer language. But there are the three reasons we need the prayer language, because for you to what God called you to do, you must have this experience, because you're not able to without it, you see, the empowerment. Okay. Okay. Are you ready, folks? Those that want this experience, just lift your hands right now. And we're going to say, I'm going to say, be filled. I'm going to release the Holy Spirit. Roy and I are going to release the same time on our faith. We're going to release our faith to the Lord the same time for the Holy Spirit to, to come in to you, to release the Holy Spirit. He's in you, but he's going to baptize you. He's going to come out of your belly like rivers of living water, like it says in John 7, 37. The whole, you have the Holy Spirit if you're saved, but he's going to, Come out of you with bellies of living water and just illuminate you, okay? All right, so Amen. I'm, going I'm, ready, say, I'm going to release it. Are we ready, Roy? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. All right, get ready, folks, right now. Father, in Jesus' name, in Jesus Father name. Roy and I are releasing our faith, and we're asking you to fill these listeners, baptize them in the Holy yeah. Ghost with the evidence. Speaking in tongues, give them the boldness yeah. and the strength and this mighty power that they need. That Jesus has told them they need to leave before they leave this uh, place where they're at. Before they even go out to serve, they need this experience. So we're going to release our faith now. So Father, right now, Brother Roy and I release our faith, and we ask hey. you to fill these people right now with the mighty baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus, receive it now. Receive it now. Raise your hands. Praise God for it. Praise God for it. Thank you for it. Yes, yes, yes. Fear people are being filled. All the people are being filled, brother. They're being filled all over. All over. They're lifting their voice. All over. They're being filled in the spirit. Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. Yes. 
Yes, just, yeah, just allow whatever's on your tongue, just leave it roll out. We're not here to watch you see. We don't see. We're just we're just doing this right now. But whatever's on your tongue, just do it, whatever it is. Get out of the regular yeah. language you speak, like the language we're speaking, English or whatever, and you just, just allow the noise to come out, whatever it is, and just praise him and thank him. And what you really do in doing that, you're just thanking him for it. Lord, I've got it. I do have it. You have to consider you've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I thank Amen. him for it and praise him. Just thank him with that attitude. Yeah, and when you have that attitude of him and praise him, that's where it really manifests itself because he loves to hear the praises and the thanksgiving towards him. So you're thanking him for it. You're, you're showing him you believe it. And you're thanking him so much for it. And you're just worshiping him and, and just centered on him. Roy and I aren't even here as far as you're concerned. It's just you and Jesus right there. You're centered on him right now. Oh, just worshiping, 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 just allow it to flow. Allow it to flow. I feel really a presence of the Holy Ghost right now, Apostle Roy. Amen. Don't you? Yeah. I feel oh, just, a hush. I guess oh, a hush yeah. you would call it. I don't know really how to really say it, but it's like a, a hush, a hush, a sweeping hush, sweeping. It's yeah. sweeping all over. It's sweeping. Amen. Of the Holy Spirit, right now, and just and he, yeah, it's there for everybody, for everybody, for you as an individual, collectively, what have you. Just allow this to happen because this is what you need. It's going to change your life. Your life will change tonight. Yes, you're going into a new level. Your life is changing. You're shifting into a new gear. That's what is happening right now. There's a switch going on. There's a shift. The shift. Mm-hmm. You've heard that word. Of you heard that there's a shift that's going on, and this shift you, is happening with you as you enter into this experience. There is going to take you into levels that you never even heard of before, because it's Amen. going to be a fast process for many of you. Many of it being a time so short, it's uh, it's not like when Roy got it or myself. We had many many years of experience, but it, it's really a, a sudden thing right now, and it's going to be such an adventure. It's just an adventure serving God, isn't it, Roy? Brother Roy, it's a really Amen. adventure. What, what, you don't what, you know. Amen. Amen. And what I'm getting, yeah, what, what I'm getting to, uh, Brother Edward, too, is they, what they've done is they set the spark by, 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 uh, by receiving the baptism in the Holy Spirit, and the Lord now uh-huh. is lighting the fire. The Lord yes. is lighting the fire. Yes, yes he is, Roy. I was just ready to ask you what you're getting on that. Yes. Yes, he is. He is because he he's well pleased with this because Jesus asked us, you know, way back 2,000 years ago before he left the earth when he said, I'm going to send the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and they were to tarry. And uh, so you obeyed him. You see, the, he, he, wants, he wants us. There's really three things that you need to do. First of all, you have to get born again saved. And you should be water baptized and baptized in the Holy Ghost. They're the big three out of obedience yeah. to Christ because yeah. he wants you to be water baptized. He wants you to be baptized in the Holy Ghost or empowered. Those three things. Amen. So uh, remember right. that, everybody. Right. If you've not been baptized, if you've, uh, because they're, they're needful. Because my life, remember, uh, the same night, uh, and I, when I told you I was baptized in the water that day and that night baptized in the Holy Ghost, and sometimes, you know, it's because of baptism of water, because through obedience and the Holy Ghost. But in the same day, 
Now, my wife received the baptism of the Holy Ghost later on. I was the first to receive it. But uh, it just, uh, you know, and that, that, that's really getting your feet started right because uh, my life just wasn't what it should be those ten and a half months. It just, uh, cause you can't really live a victorious life without that experience, can you, can you, possible Roy? No, you can't. No, you can't. And the other thing, too, is I was, you know, uh, before, like before I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, I was like, you know, lukewarm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I went, you know, I, I went to, you know, I'm just speaking to everybody out there. I was lukewarm, you right. know, but when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, I went from lukewarm to hot mm-hmm. for Jesus. Amen. You know, Amen. You, you know what I'm saying, brother? Amen. Amen. We know, I know what you're saying. Hey, you're... You know, one one person in the Bible, we can really tell them a big difference, Apostle Peter. Remember, uh, I like to bring this up every once in a while. Remember Apostle Peter uh, when he said that he wouldn't deny Christ? Remember how he miserably failed him on that, how he denied him yeah. three times that Jesus said he would? Now, yeah. he yeah. denied him, right? Okay, after Pentecost, you know, he was baptized in the Holy Ghost and went into ministry, right? Remember how he was threatened by people? Uh, they said they're going to put him in jail, which they did, and they were going to do everything to him. Mm-hmm. And he told the leaders, yeah. the religious leaders, the leaders of the government, he said, listen, he said, God told us to preach Jesus Christ, and you're telling us Amen. not to. Now, who are we going to believe, God or you? That's right. And he went out That's preaching right. again. And then, remember, he went back to their, their church, their people, and they said, hey, we're not going to leave these people. We're, we're going to ask God to make us bolder that we can do greater works. And Acts That's chapter right, forty, and, That's right. and they, That's they right. didn't run. They didn't turn coat and run. They were ready to get in and fight. They, were, they said, "Give us bolder, make us bolder. We want to go back here and destroy the works of the devils here." And but that that didn't look like the Peter uh, before Pentecost, did it? Peter before no. Pentecost run it and everything. But that 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 was why you know a lot of people point their their fingers at Peter and they'll say, "Well, look what Peter did." But remember, Peter was unarmed at that time. But when he was in power, that's right. no way no devil was going to scare that man. So right there that's you go. Right. That's, that's the best example. Isn't that about right? Do you know any other examples there, Roy? Uh, Apostle well, what Roy? Because that was a great. What about the suddenly with Peter? Remember? Yeah, and Paul, Peter, you know all. Yeah. yeah. You know, they they. When you knocked at the door, remember they knocked the door. They said, "It's Peter." Well, it can't be Peter. Remember? That's true. I remember that. They didn't even believe it. They believed they thought no. it was a ghost or something. Yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, that that was that was just, that was just, just so. Yeah. 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 It really uh, the differences that were there in the spirit, you know, uh, because. Uh, they didn't when when Jesus he said you need a comforter when I'm not here when he was here because they didn't need the Holy Spirit because he was here but he was only around yep. a few where he was at but now Jesus went back he sent the Holy Spirit that means that we can be everywhere it was limited when Jesus was here to where Jesus was but now it's unlimited to us because the yep. Holy Spirit is here but we have to partake of the Holy Spirit and use the Holy Spirit. If we're going to make it work, yeah. you see, if we don't have the baptism, we don't walk in the power of God, it's about the same as it was in the day of Jesus. It would be so limited. Uh, so that's why we yeah. all need to be filled with the Holy Ghost, isn't it? But we need to all be Amen. filled so we can get more accomplished. 
there are more workers out there and see more results and uh, and turn this world more like Jesus prayed, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I believe, and I believe that everyone that was in that upper room, the 120, after when they when the, they got baptized in the Holy Spirit, none of them were the same. None of them. That's right. That's exactly right. Amen. And do you ever do you ever think, Brother Roy, about the 120? You know, Jesus talked to multitudes over his ministry here, but isn't that a sad fact? 100, only 120 showed up. Yeah. Uh, I've thought about that sometimes. I don't know of any reason or reason behind it, but always usually it's been a small number. You know, almost like, uh, uh, remember uh, down there, we started out, well, Gideon started out at 30,000 and get down to 300. But, you know, a lot of times, uh, it kind of hit me as I was saying that, his strength made perfect in weakness. And he likes to show the greatest odds and things, and then the greatest odds wins, you know, and because that's where he can show himself. Because if we were equal number with somebody, we could say we're tough. That's why we won. But when you're outnumbered about 20 to 1 and you win, something had to happen. You know what I mean? That's why he likes it. He can show his God power, right? That's how he shows himself. Amen. He says, hey, uh, you know, uh, one man, or look at Samson, you know, what he could do. He likes to have one or two people destroy everything, you know, because that way uh, he shows himself as God against the works of Satan and everything. If people recognize, hey, this isn't a regular man. This is, uh, this, he had to be empowered. You know, even Peter, they knew he was uneducated. And even these uh, Pharisees, remember how they said, hey, this, this man must have been with Jesus. He's unlearned for him yeah. to talk and act like yeah. Remember them saying that? They, this right. guy didn't know anything. He had to be. So he had to show something there, didn't he? Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's right, brother. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. yeah you know, you know, and, and uh, also with Peter, too, you know, I mean, uh-huh. he had a, another He had another suddenly there, uh, brother Edward, when Jesus uh-huh. uh, to, uh, called, him out of the, called him out of the boat. Yep. Yep. Yes. He was, suddenly, That's right. he was suddenly walking on the water. That's right. He called him out of that boat, and he didn't resist, did he? I mean, he. a lot no. of people criticized him because when the waves came, you know, and he, remember how he sunk, but uh, that was a big feat, wasn't it? Just getting out of that boat and trying to do something that you and I know. If we try something like that in a boat and let God be in it, you and I know what would happen. We'd do that. We would sink, wouldn't well, we? Of course. But he didn't, of course, he didn't, of course. He didn't uh, consider that. He didn't consider when his Lord spoke. He said, bid me to come out. So he bid him, and he had enough confidence and faith in Jesus that he actually <laughs> got out of that boat. He actually, hey, hey, yeah. it's, it's his, it's his faith be it, so be it unto him. So he must have had a little faith there, mm-hmm. right? Amen. <laughs> and, you know, there's, there's lots of, uh, you know, uh, you can't say, you know, there's lots of, there's lots of Peters out there, you know. And you yes, know, and uh, and I'm just saying, you know, uh, these, uh, you know, the suddenlies, and and but you know, the, the Lord is calling, calling you out of the boat. He's calling you out yes, of your comfort is. zone into the combat yes, zone up there. Amen. You know. Hey, man, that's a good one. From the from the comfort to the combat, you're so that is good. Yeah. I like that saying. We're being called from the comfort to the combat zone. That is exactly. that is right on. That's 
that's just a minute. That's a good word, Apostle Roy. That is a good word, Amen. I think. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Too much comfort Amen. there today. It's not going to last either because the way the world's becoming, we better up be up there and fight or we're going to get mowed down. We're going to get knocked well, yeah. down if we don't fight. Yeah. Because you know, I'll knock you down, yeah. and that, that, that's really it. The, that, the, it's really going. We, we just, we're trying to get people equipped here, brother, where I know what we're doing in this program, yeah. what we do in the other programs that are teaching yeah. and preaching. We're, we're trying to equip people gonna, with, with your book and my I'm book. Speak to, I'm just going to speak this out. There's too many of the Christians, our brothers and sisters, that are on the fence. Mm-hmm. And they either get on, they, they either got to get on one side or the other. You know, the Bible That's says, right. do not love the world, anything for the world, the love of God is not in the world. But, if, you know, so yeah. you, you're sitting, if you're sitting on the fence, remember one thing. The devil owns the fence. That's right. That's so you, right. You need to get on. He does. You need to get on what? You need to get on on, on God's side. Amen. That's it. And exactly. Seeking first, another good, another good seeking word. first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. I mean, that's what we're mm-hmm. called to do. We're called. And I'm telling, talking to everybody out there, and myself included, and Brother Ed, we need to seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Yes. In other words, yes. it, it's time to it's time to quit seeking His hand, and it's time to mm-hmm. start seeking Daddy God's face. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know Joshua twenty four fifteen. Uh, remember, it says, "Choose you this day who you will serve, either the Lord or the devil." And you know the Bible says for uh, that Second uh, Corinthians six two. It says, "Today is the day of salvation." Not tomorrow or not the next day, but today, because you don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow. Uh, we need to do it at time. You know, it's a timely thing. And in our lives, we don't know how long we're going to live, and we don't know how soon Jesus is going to return because the time is getting close, and we don't know when the lid's going to come off of what's going on now in this world right now. I mean, it's, it's really in a, in a – it's almost like uh, somebody – it's all in – Nitroglycerin. You don't know if that thing's going to blow up or when it's going to blow up. And you got to be ready, you know, so ready to leave right. this world because we might be leaving sooner than we think, either by rapture or by the Amen. cemetery. And uh, so Amen. we have to, uh, we have to really be ready because uh, you know I, I think about you know Roy, I, I just think about hell, and I think man, it's horrible what it is. We know you know everything we describe and all. But the thing about it the most is it never ends all eternity. It never ends. It's there all the time. It never quits. There's just never any change. A million years, a billion years, a trillion years, you can't even say a number because eternity doesn't have a number. It's numberless. It's numberless. And to spend your place in there in the torment of what you could have, what you'd have done, the flames, the haunting, the blackness, the darkness, uh, and even ways I, I've written some things like in my book a little bit about hell. One of the chapters it's, it's mm-hmm. really a salvation. So, but I know, as sure as I'm sitting right here, it's much worse than what I know it to be. There's a, there's a book called a Revelation to Hell. Uh, the lady mm-hmm. is Meredith Baxter, and I've read that book, and I'll tell you, it's the best book that I've ever read or anything I've ever mm-hmm. seen about hell. It's the best. And uh, when I read that thing, man, I was making sure I was ready because that. That book really, really will send you. Uh, that's the best salvation book. 
and what it describes. And it, it just, uh, just like heaven's unexplainable, hell is really unexplainable too. It's beyond Amen. what we think, most of them. And I surely want to go to the good place where it's going to be unexplainable good instead of unexplainable bad in the lake of fire. And that's why it's so important because uh, there's just nothing Amen. worth it, Roy. Nothing worth it in this life to just say, well, hey, I'm going to live for myself. Life is so short. Life is so short for one thing. And uh, uh, what is the profit if you had everything, like the Scripture says in Mark 8, 36, 37, what's the profit of man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Because what is worth it? You know, and you ask yourself that question. You're, if you ask yourself that question and you're silent about it and just think about it, uh, anybody, that, you don't have to be spiritually minded to think that and to just to reason that even your mind a little bit with common sense uh, and, and just think a little bit, you know, hey, am I willing to give up uh, my eternity for what I'm thinking here now? Because life isn't that great on this earth. If, even if you have a lot, then you don't have a Lord. It really isn't no matter how rich you are or how famous you are because you still don't have that joy and the peace the comfort, the strength, the boldness. Uh, so it isn't about money, fame, fortune, because look, the people commit suicide that are rich and famous, you know. So uh, there's a lot more to it than that. So Jesus is the answer to everything. It's just uh, he's made an antidote for everything. And, and uh, so Roy and I really encourage you tonight to come to Christ. And Roy's going to lead you in a prayer to come to Jesus Christ tonight, too, Wants to just to lead you because uh, uh, if you sense in your heart that you want to receive Jesus tonight, you want to make Him Lord of your life. Uh, we we want you to do that because uh, that's why we're really on here. First of all, to get you saved, get you filled, get you healed, get you delivered, and, and we're going to do a deliverance said too. We're going to after Brother Roy leads you to Jesus. We're gonna we're gonna pray a prayer for healing and deliverance and uh, for all of you to receive that because. Uh, what Roy and I are about, people getting saved, healed, delivered, set free, and on fire for Jesus Christ. That's our mission. That's our mission, mm-hmm. getting the people equipped. And that's what this show is about, this program is about. That's why mm-hmm. we're on here to, to do that. And we know we can't do it except through the Holy Spirit. That's why we ask the Holy Spirit to take over, because the anointing is here now. That's why we pray tonight. The anointing is here now for you people who are filled with the Spirit. One thing is going to be healed and delivered. And some of you can be healed and delivered now. We don't know that because we, we don't see you. But I know uh, that the anointing is what's doing it. It's a mass thing here. And I, and I really would ask you, too, to to put something in the comments in the uh, on the uh, program we're on here if you're on the computer or somehow get a hold of us. We can give you our addresses because we want to hear your testimonies, what God did. <laughs> we can share we won't call your names and we're not going to put you on the spot but we can be blessed to know what you what the lord did because he said make known his deeds among the people and and the 105th psalm the first verse and others need to hear it too because you might encourage somebody else for your testimony in fact you will to get saved healed delivered or whatever it might be that's what it's about because a testimony is better than a sermon it's reality and a lot of people can relate to it they say hey i'm in that fix and I need that kind of help, too. How can I get that help? And that's when Jesus can show himself to them, too, just like he did to you. So that's, that's, that's why we need your testimony. So please, please, please 
give us testimonies of what God did. We need those testimonies to share. We can share them on the air right here and, and tell what Jesus did so we can get that word out more and help the cause that we're trying to do to reach more people. Amen. Amen, Amen, Amen. Brother Roy. Amen. Amen. You know, I just want to just want to say that you know, you know, there was, you know, uh, God shaped hearts, God filled hearts. You know, like you know, somebody said this. You know, it doesn't matter what you try to do. You know, you you want to be successful. You want to, you know, whatever it is in the world, you know, you want to do, you'll never, ever fill your heart because it's it's a God-shaped heart. And the only one that can ever fill that heart, your heart, is Jesus. Amen. 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 Only Jesus can fill your heart. Every one of us, uh, my uh, brother Edward, myself, every one of us, before we come to know Jesus, our personal Savior, every one of us. We try filling our heart with money. We try to fill our heart with success. We try filling our, our uh, you know, our, our, our heart with other things. But our heart was always empty. But when Amen. we came to Jesus, when we came to Jesus, it says, you know, call on the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. When we came to Jesus, our heart was filled with, with the Spirit of God. Our heart was filled with Jesus. And Amen. after we got filled with Jesus, you know what? We didn't want, we didn't, you know, our, our heart desire, you know, our heart's desire was to serve Jesus. And yeah. everything, the thing is, everything else will pass, but what's only done for Jesus will last. Amen. That's right. Eternally. Yes. So tonight, uh, myself and Brother Edward, one of the greatest suddenly, miracle suddenly, is mm. the miracle of salvation. The miracle yes. of salvation. So yes. tonight, I'm just going to lift this up. Because if you don't know Jesus, your personal Savior, you have an empty heart. You know, your heart is not filled. It'll never be filled until you come to the realization that you need a Savior. Yeah. That you need Jesus. Amen? So, Father, I just Amen. lift up every person. Lord, uh, the sound of my voice for Brother Edward. And I thank you, Lord. Lord, they're empty. Yes. You know who, yes. you know what I'm talking about, Sarah? You're empty. You're empty. You've tried everything. And you're saying, well, why am I empty? Why, why am I, like, like, what is going on? I just feel like, you know, I, my life is going nowhere. My life is going nowhere. But you know what it is? You need to fill your heart with Jesus. Yes. Fill your heart with Jesus. Just can, you know, just say, Lord, just say, uh, Father, I confess my sins. Yes, Lord. I confess my sins to you. Lord, I'm a sinner. Lord, I confess my sins. Please, Lord, Jesus, come into my life. You know, you're calling on the name of the Lord. Please, Jesus, come into my life and fill my heart. 
fill my God-shaped heart, Jesus. Fill my God-shaped heart. Lord, that I will be a a new creature in Christ. All things will pass away, and everything is new. I will be a a new man, a new woman, a new woman in Christ. Mm. And all things, all things will pass away. Yes. And everything will be new. In Thank Jesus' you, mighty, mighty, mighty name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, and who called upon the Lord tonight? He said in Romans ten thirteen, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So you just thank yes. him now. You ask him in your heart. You followed Apostle Roy's leading there in prayer. And you just thank him and say, Lord, I thank you that I'm saved because I call upon you and I'm now saved and I praise you and I thank you. And we just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, just meet each one, these new converts here, Father. Strengthen them, God. Direct them, protect them, Father, as you do babies, little babies, newborn into the kingdom. Just protect them, watch over them. Bless them, Father. We speak your blessing, your divine protection over them, your divine wisdom, your divine understanding. And, Lord, help them to connect where you would have them connect. They can grow strong and tall in you and be mighty workers in the kingdom. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father. We give them to you. They are yours now, Lord. They are yours. And we thank you that you're taking care of them. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Master. Yes, Lord. And, Lord, we ask you, Lord, you would bring laborers, uh, people into their lives, Lord, to encourage, uh, to, uh, to, you know, as this uh, apostle, prophet, evangelist, called to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, Lord, that we just call five, Lord, you bring five-fold ministers, Lord, and people into their lives to yes. equip them and train them for the work of the ministry that you have called them to, Lord. We ask this in the yes. mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, Lord. Amen. We've got you covered. You know, folks, everybody's listening right now. Everybody, we don't know where all, we know it's around the world. But one thing I can say to you, and I know we'll say amen to this right away, this program is heavily anointed. God has really had this program because this wasn't anything that Roy was planning to do or me. It wasn't any of my plans, what I was saying. And it wasn't any war plans, what he was saying and doing. This has been a God program. This has been God's program right here. So this is what God wants. It doesn't have anything to do with us. We're just mouthpieces. So know that God originated this program here for you, for every one of you. Amen. Amen. You know, and uh, the Lord basically, you know, the suddenly of resurrected dead dreams. The Lord is resurrecting dead dreams. So there's dreams that you've been dreaming, and they're dead. But you know what? The Lord is resurrecting them now, and suddenly, in Jesus' name. He's resurrecting dreams in Jesus' name. And also, also, um, praise the Lord. And also... He's resurrecting dead vision. I'm speaking to people out there, you know, the Lord is giving you a vision. Is that without, the, uh, without a vision, the people perish. That the Lord is giving you a vision. 
and uh, that uh, the other scripture there, uh, Brother Edward. Uh, what's that scripture about vision, the point of time? Um, oh, oh, yeah, what's that one? Back in two, three, the vision for a point of time. Wait for it; it will surely come to pass. It will come. Uh, Amen. Back in two, thank, three. You, thank you. Yes. Thank uh-huh. you, the vision. Amen. Amen. Time. And so, and, and what you said also, uh, along with what you said just a minute ago, stir up that gift within you, like Paul told Timothy. Yeah. God. Stir up that gift. Many yeah. of you are listening. Haven't had it stirred up. So go ahead, brother. I want to just throw that in there, that scripture, too. Amen. And also, like my brother was saying about the vision, the dead vision, you know what? They're no longer dead. That's right. Suddenly, they're going, to, they're going to become alive. They're going to become alive. And all Amen. of a sudden, things are going to suddenly happen. They're suddenly going to happen. That's going to start to propel that vision. The vision that those, yes. the, 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 you know, it was going to start propelling that vision. It's going to become alive. And it's just like back in uh, Ezekiel 47, where base, uh, 37, where all of a sudden the bones start coming together and everything like that. That's what's going to happen to the vision. It's going to start coming together. Amen? It's going to start coming together. And it's going to come alive. Right before your That's eyes. Right. Because they're God-given visions. They're God-given visions. They're not man-given visions. They're God-given visions. And the Lord doesn't want them dead. He wants them alive. And he wants you you to to be who he's created you to be, but he also wants you to do what he's called you to do. Right, and this is the hour for that. Restoration. Forty years ago, the Lord gave me this, what uh, uh, Apostle Roy is saying, and this is really that hour for it. it. It's the hour of restoration, Joel 2, verse 25 and 6. And the scripture I just quoted about the vision for a point of time, wait for it, it will surely come to pass. It will not tarry. That was with it. The Lord gave me that 40 years ago. And this is the time of restoration of your spirit, soul, and body, your health, your finances, your family, your ministry, uh, you name it. It's time of restoration, and I speak restoration over the masses out there right now in the name of Jesus. If you're sick in your body, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command sickness out of your body and disease. I take authority over all curses, all family curses, all evil spirits, all witchcraft, all demonic activity, and I command it out. These listeners right now, every listener, out of every listener right now, I break those powers in the name of Jesus and command them out in the name of Jesus Christ that these people are free right now. They will not be held back another minute from what you've held them back from, evil forces. You must go in Jesus' name. You must bow. And right now with a clear heart and a clear mind, just receive what Jesus has for you, your healing of your mind, your body your family, relationships, whatever it is, in the name of Jesus, restoration. Receive your restoration by faith, your life restored, spirit, soul, and body, newness as a suddenly a new person. You're a new person. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So it's all becoming spiritually that way, but also in the natural things turning for you because it begins in the spiritual, and then it, it comes out into the natural. But everything begins 
in the spiritual, which is real truth. That's reality. Reality is the spiritual. Reality is this flesh that you see, what we're seeing now. Reality is what's inside what we're talking about, the Lord. Then it comes out to the temporal, which is what we're living now in the body of flesh where we're at. So it's coming for you now. Things are changing. And, and Brother Roy, we need to give them our emails. We need to tell them you know, about marking it down because I really want the testimonies of this. It's very important that we hear testimonies that we can share them because we want to see the works of the Lord. We want to testify of it. And that God tells us we either make known to his deeds of the people, and we need to hear these things that we can able to share them the people can see what God is doing. So we'll give them our emails then, Brother Roy, then, okay? And, we will, brother. and, and I just want to, uh, I know it's getting uh, near time here, my brother, but I want to do, I want to get everybody to get a pen and paper, please. Like, uh, uh, if, if we'll, give, uh, we'll give you a few minutes, but can you get a, a pen and paper? So I want to do uh, some declarations, uh, things. So everybody get a pen and paper. I'll give you a few minutes.
Now say it again. Number five, let my enemies be suddenly scattered. Okay? Number six. Everybody everybody got, uh, got that, the last one? Okay? Number six, let my finances go from not enough to an, to an overflow suddenly. Okay, I'll say it one more time. Let my finances go from not enough to an overflow suddenly. Okay. Okay, number seven. Let every no be turned into a yes suddenly. Okay. Okay, one more time. Let every no be turned into a yes suddenly. Amen. Okay. We'll go to the next one. Number nine. Uh, number eight. Let every weary person receive strength suddenly. Every so every weary person receives strength suddenly. Amen? Amen. Number nine. Let every closed door be opened suddenly. Just give you a few minutes out there. I know that uh, I know you're writing and uh, got, you're writing things down. That's okay. I want to make sure that you get this. Okay. Number ten. Let every red light let, let every red light turn into turn to a green light. To a green light suddenly. Okay, one more time. Let every red light turn to a green light suddenly. And then 11, number 11 is, let an anointing for miracles and favor suddenly pursue, overtake, consume me. Let me say that one more time. So number 11, let an anointing, anointing let the anointing, for miracles and favor suddenly pursue, overtake, and consume me. We all and we ask this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. We receive this, Lord. We receive it, Lord. We receive it in the name of Jesus. We declare it in the Daniel, name of Jesus. And as Daniel had 21 days 
by faith and uh, you know as by faith and declaring that we say this for 21 days each and every each and every day for 21 days I want to go there everybody else there brother Edward concluded me myself to, to, to give testimony give testimonies of suddenly happening in your life as you keep declaring this in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus because he is the God of suddenly he's God of suddenly every one of us out there are, are believing every one of us are are, 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 are praying you know every one of us have uh, prayers Unanswered prayers, amen. We all have unanswered prayers, but you know we're just gonna we're gonna step out in faith. We're gonna just get out of the boat. We're gonna start walking on the water, and we're just going to for 21 days. We're you know just basically uh, declare these uh, these uh, these uh, 11 uh, declarations that I just said in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Brother Edward, I'm just going to turn it over to you yeah. for a few minutes. Okay. Amen. Okay. Well, right now, uh, what I'll do, I'm going to give uh, uh, my email, and my brother was going to give his email, and we're going to uh, uh, have you naturally on, on the program here for us here on the computer to mark that down because they hear your testimony. And... Uh, after that, then of course we'll just have we'll have a dismissal right here. But uh, I don't really have anything more to say other than yes, this would be an interesting thing. It'd be a three week three week thing, twenty one days, and uh, what God will do. So it would actually be our we do a program every two weeks, so it would actually come to pass. Uh, not the next program, but the next in the realm of those testimonies can happen before that time. Doesn't mean you have to. That nothing will happen until after 21 days. I mean, God can do it any time. But it would actually be four weeks from night that would actually have the completeness of it, wouldn't it, Apostle Roy? Amen, amen, brother. Yes. Amen. So that that's very very good, and that way we'll be waiting to hear from you all. And uh, but my okay, I'll give you my email. If you, have, you still have your pencils, I'm assuming you still have your pencils and paper there, as, as Apostle Roy is too. And uh, uh, I'm extended, E-X-T-E-N-D-E-D, extended, hands, H-A-N-D-S, of Jesus, at yahoo.com. That's extended, E-X-T-E-N-D-E-D, hands, H-A-N-D-S of Jesus at yahoo.com. Just email me there and uh, any questions, any comments, testimonies, prayer, anything. And, and uh, same with Brother Roy, either one of us or both of us, however you want to do it. But just so one of us or both of us hears from you that we can put it in the uh, listing right there for everybody it's, it's called or you know left us know because we're here to serve you. That's what this is all about, to help you, and we'd like to hear from you because when we're speaking, we hear one another, but uh, we don't see anybody. We don't see anybody's face. We don't hear any interaction or anything. We know what's in our spirit that God has showed us, and 
one thing I believe we both know for sure that this was definitely your program tonight. This was a God program, and that was that was very much impressed upon me back uh, maybe 10, 15 minutes ago. I was very strongly impressed that I can actually be bold enough to say that God was really in this program. And I don't say things unless I really believe God does it, because God never wants to have us say, the Lord said this, the Lord did this, the Lord that. If it wasn't the Lord, Amen. he didn't like to be accused of anything or put his name put on anything unless it was him. So we have to be very careful of that. So, okay, so that's fine. Now, uh, Apostle Roy, give them your address, too, right there, your email. That way they'll do who they can contact also. Okay. And my email is uh, E-R- Wenman, W-E-N-M-A-N, uh, number one, at Outlook.com. And, you know, like uh, Brother Edward was saying, you know, we want, to, we want to hear from you. Like, I mean, we're out here every every second Friday. Or, you know, we're, we're doing the best we can, you know, in, in the whole ghost. And, but we want to hear from you. Please, you know, if you got our email, you know, email us. You know, tell us, you know. Oh well, man. You know, I, I believe for this suddenly, and and you know, all of a sudden, it just the Lord just unexpectedly it just came to pass. We want to hear that. We yeah. want to glorify Jesus. This is all about lifting yeah. up the name of Jesus, going deeper in yeah. Jesus, but lifting lifting Jesus up. And how do we lift Jesus up? By testimony, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, word of our testimony. So the more testimonies that you have when it happens, the more Jesus is glorified. That's right. Amen. And we're encouraged by that because, you know, we're here pouring our hearts out. We share with one another and we enjoy it with one another. But we are here basically for you, not for us, but we're here for you, to serve you and to help you. That's why we, we, we give up this time. Uh, we do the things that we do and everything. We speak the things we do because our goal is to see God work in your life. And, and we need to hear from you because we have no way of knowing it unless you tell us, you say. And that's what it's all about, okay? And what God does for you, you always need to thank him for it. And this is one way of thanking him besides just saying thank you, Lord, is to testify because you're bringing glory to him as apostle. Roy said right there, you're glorifying him when you do that, you say. You know, Apostle Edward, too, you know, uh, a lot of times when, you know, when we're talking about suddenlies and miracles and everything, you know, a lot of people, you know, and maybe we, we all do it, a lot of people say, oh, well, that can't happen to me and stuff like that. But you know what? I mean, we're going to just share something here. You know, uh, uh, Apostle Edward and I and another apostle, uh, Apostle Ken, uh, you know, a, a wonderful man of God. We you know, love him very much. Yes. And, of course, Apostle Edward. You know, two people. God raised two people from the dead. Didn't he, Brother uh-huh. Edward? You know? Yes. And so, I mean, so you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, you're believing for this or believing for that. You know, but the Lord, you know, he raised two, a, a, a two people, from a baby from the dead. And he raised, uh, uh, you know, uh, another gentleman yes. from the dead. That's Both. Right. So you know what? That's right. If God is raising people from if God is raising people from the dead. I'm sure that He can, yes. you know, that He He can bring you that suddenly that you're believing for. Amen, my brother. Amen, amen. We've seen two incredible miracles there. My grandson, and also 
uh, a baby that was raised from the dead through the power of God in the same week, same timing. So God is doing incredible things, and we've been seeing some other incredible miracles, but their they're, they're main line is coming from the dead. That is a, a major miracle. The greatest miracle, of course, we know is getting saved, but speaking of some miracles that you don't hear of a lot of times being raised from the dead, and uh, we see other miracles, healings daily uh, on our program and everything. We see these things happen, so God is really doing a work, but we need to glorify him and thank him for it and do our part, too, not just sit back and kind of enjoy it and then do nothing of our own, because that that uh, brings God working more in our lives, the more we do, because he says, draw near to me, in James 4, 7 and 4, 8, he says, uh, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you, draw near to me, and I'll draw near to you, that's James 4, 7, 8. And uh, that's what it's all about, because we have to draw to him. We have to put forth an effort. That's something that we have to realize, you know. We're, we're under a uh, covenant, and a covenant between two people. You know, God did his part through his son, Jesus Christ. Now it's up to you and I to do our part to say that's what we're talking about. Amen. Amen. Well, brother, we're getting close to, <laughs> we're going to get close to, you know, uh, anyway, we, uh, yeah. we just thank everybody. Uh, I, you know, uh, uh, I thank you so much for coming on with me. You know, you're just a breath of fresh air. Thank you. <laughs> you know uh, I, thank you. I feel the same about you, and I thank you for having me on here. I really do. Wonderful. But anyway, I guess the time. Yeah. So you th- you don't say hi to uh, say hi to that wonderful uh, uh, wife of yours, uh, Sister Sabina. You know, and uh, you know, yeah. I just uh, so. If you want to uh, just kind of close now, and then we'll uh, we'll have to say goodbye okay. to everyone. No, thank you. Okay. And you say good hi, uh, hi and hello, and send their love to your beautiful wife Evelyn, your beautiful wife Evelyn oh, right you. there also. Because Evelyn uh, had it's been a little while since we talked on the phone. Or when we talked on the phone, you were talking with her. I know she talked with Sabina and everything, but we love you guys. And what we're gonna do. We're just going to have a little prayer right now and just to close it all up. And then uh, Apostle Roy and I will see you in two weeks unless the Lord comes first. And we'll see you there Then if we don't see you here. <laughs> Praise God. Heavenly Father, I just, want to thank I just want to thank you, Lord, that, for this program tonight, Father. We know it was really your program. Uh, I know it was nothing about me or nothing about Apostle Roy. I just... No, you did it because it wasn't anything we even planned at all. But you certainly did it. You certainly answered our prayers. We prayed when we first started the program tonight, Lord. We thank you for answering our prayer there. We thank you for moving and giving us the words to say and moving in the midst and directing the whole evening, Father. And we just thank you for what you did with the people here. We just want to thank you for that. We ask you just to be continued with each and every one, Father, that heard this and is here in this program, to move upon their hearts, every last one of them, Father, that we want to see one missed out of this. Listen, here's this program. We don't want to see anyone lost or, or sick or, or anything else. We want to see you moving every single one of them to the last one, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for that. We believe you, and we give you all the glory and all the praise. Now be with the Apostle Roy and our Father as we get ready to sign off the program. We just speak your blessings over him and the family uh, in a mighty way, as well as ourselves here, Lord, as two families represented, as well as everybody that's listening here 
program. And Father, we'll give you all the glory and the praise. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Say good night, goodbye, yes. and God bless. Amen. Amen. We'll see you in two weeks. Lord willing, right? Okay. Lord willing. All God right. Bless you, God bless Bye you, my now. friend. We'll talk to you soon. All right now. Bye-bye now. <laughs> Bye.